I do feel like God has a word for us tonight. And let's look to Joshua chapter 1 and verse number 1. It says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan. Thou and all thy people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I have given unto you. I want you to look at that. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee, and I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou might observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good, thou shalt have good success. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Amen. I feel led of the Holy Ghost to speak tonight on this subject, taking new territory. Taking new territory. I wonder if you would just lift your hands and ask God for faith tonight. God, I pray, O oh Lord, for a release of faith in this house. God, I pray, O oh Lord, that you would speak to our hearts, God, that you would anoint my lips to speak your word. God, and that your spirit would move upon us, God. God, and that you would begin to do things that only you can do. God, we believe in you, O oh Lord, for greater things, God. God, we will go forward tonight. God, and we believe, Lord, in your word, and we trust in your word, and we thank you in advance for what you're going to do in this place tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you look at somebody and tell them I'm taking new territory. Maybe seated. He told Joshua, wherever you put your foot down, I have given you that land. He said, wherever, where every place that you go, Everywhere that you put your foot down, you know, we have that saying, put your foot down. Anybody ever put their foot down in a conversation, or I guess not a conversation, but maybe an argument or something? You just put your foot down and say, I'm just staying right here. God talks to Joshua, and he, 
he tells them it is now time to take this new territory. My people have been wandering in the wilderness long enough. And he said, now it is time to take this. And he says, every place that you go, I want you to notice that it has to be upon you. He said, every place that you go, he didn't just say, I give you every place. He said, I'm going to give you every place that you go. And he said, every place that, that you go, he says, I have given it to you. Everywhere you set your foot, he says, I have. It doesn't say, I will. It says, I have already given it to you. I just rise tonight to tell the church that God is about to take us into some new territory. I believe it began last Sunday and last Saturday and last Friday when we were out at our crusade, when we were out at the outpouring, that we began to take new territory in this city unlike we have ever seen before. And I believe that it is God's will for us to continue to go into new territory and every place that you go and everywhere that you set your foot, God has given it to you. The Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 3. Talks about how we war in the spirit. The Bible talks in verse 3, it says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This is what the Bible tells us here. He says that we can, we have, we have weapons of warfare. They're not from our own flesh. They're not of our own ability, but, but they're weapons that come through God and we can pull down any stronghold. This is similar to what God told Joshua when Joshua was standing on the other side of Jordan. He said, yes, there's going to be some strongholds, but everywhere that you go, I will be with you. And he says, there shall no man be able to touch you all the days of your life. I truly believe, and I've come, I believe, to raise somebody's faith in the power of God in your life. If you have the Spirit of God in your life, you need to understand that there is nothing that can come against you. Whatever God's will is for your life, that is what God will do. You don't have to be afraid. You just have to be very courageous and go forward into new territory. But he goes on to say this, casting down imaginations in verse 5. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I want you to leave that scripture up for just a minute because this is where I believe the true battle lies with most of us. In fact, I believe it lies there with me, myself, and it's something that I've got to pray for every day. And this is something that we must do. The Bible talks about our thinking talks about how the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God, and we truly believe that God can do it. But if our thinking is wrong, and if our mentality is wrong, and if we don't have wrong imaginations, and if we have wrong thoughts, as this word says, then, then we won't see the power of God really working in our lives like we should. I truly believe if it comes down to taking new territory, you talk about Moses. Moses could have taken the new territory. 
but they allowed other things to enter into their mind. It was not that God was not able to do it. It was not that God had lost power all of a sudden until now God has enough power now that Joshua's on the scene. But a lot of times us taking new territory and taking new places in God has nothing to do with God's power and God's ability. God's able to do it right now. But a lot of it has to do with our imaginations. A lot of it has to do with, as this word says, strongholds that are in our life. We have strongholds that pop up and we must cast down every imagination in our mind. Every thought, we must bring it into captivity. Anything that exalts itself above God and the knowledge of God, we must bring it unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. Every fear that you may have in your mind, you need to bring it unto the captivity of Jesus Christ. You may be afraid of something that's going to happen on your job, but let me tell you something. What you need to think about is not about what might happen. You need to think about who your provider is, because I don't care what happens on your job. If God is your provider, God will supply, whether it's in the job you have now or the job that he has lined up for you next. You've got to have a mind shift to begin to take new territory. Don't allow yourself to wander in the wilderness and just sit back and say, you know what? We can't take this land. Let me tell you, God's able to do it. And God's willing to do it. But the only thing that may stop God is not the enemy. The enemy does not stop God's plan. We've got to control our minds and think about who our God is. In our taking new territory, we've got to be, as was told here, be strong and very courageous. In just those nine verses, God said that three times to Joshua. He said, be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. You need to understand there's going to be times when you're going to be afraid. There's going to be times when you don't feel like you're in control. There's going to be times when it feels like everything is falling apart. But if you are just strong in knowing that I am with you, and if you just remember what I'm telling you right now, Joshua, I will be with you wherever you put your foot. That's what I've given to you. And I truly believe that there are some strongholds in our life that God is wanting us to tear down. There are some strongholds that stop us from getting into the new territories that God has for us. Sin obviously is a stronghold. Sin is something when we disobey God's word, it is something that will hinder us from entering into new territories. That's why one of the things that he told Joshua when he began to talk about entering into this new territory, he takes verses 7 and verses 8 to talk about you need to observe everything that's in the law of God. You need to observe every part of God's word. He said, don't turn to the left and don't turn to the right, but keep the word of God. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. He says, you need to be talking about the word. Don't just read it, but have it in your mouth. He said, it shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it. 
Meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. For then, he says, then you're going to make your way prosperous. And then you're going to have good success. If you want to enter into some new territories, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to say, God, I want your word more than anything. You can't turn to the left and you can't turn to the right. You can't turn to culture. You can't turn to your own feelings. You got to say, God, what does your word say? And if you get over that stronghold of sin of disobeying the word of God let me tell you you can go into new territories see God was preparing Joshua Joshua if you just stick with my word I can be with you I can make your way prosper I can I can bless you I can honor you if you just allow my word to be in your mouth if you allow your word, and then he says, meditate in it day and night. That goes back to your thought life, ladies and gentlemen. It goes back to where I've got to think about God and his word day and night. I'm not going to think about my troubles. I'm not going to think about my problems. I'm not going to think about this world and all the craziness going on in the world. I'm going to meditate on the word of God day and night. You take new territory by tearing down the stronghold of sin. The other stronghold is fear. We've already touched on it a little bit. But fear is such a stronghold nowadays. There's a spirit of fear that rises up to try to take the territory that God has for you away from you. Fear is the only thing. I truly believe that can stop God's power from working in your life. If you're fearful, that's why he says be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong, be strong, be strong. And then he says, do not be afraid, neither be dismayed, for I am with you whithersoever thou goest. This is why, you know, we're, we're going to face some things. And he knew, God knows what you're going to face. God is not caught by surprise anything that happens. What happens tomorrow is not going to be breaking news to God. God is in control. God has all power. And God knew, yes, Joshua, you're going to have some big walled cities called Jericho that you're going to have to fight. There's going to be some battles that are going to seem impossible. But you cannot be afraid if you're going to take this new territory. You just got to follow my word. And Joshua, it's not going to be by your own strength that the walls of Jericho fall down. It's not going to be by your cunning. You know, it's not going to be by the flesh. It's not going to be by the strength of man. He said, but you just walk around those walls. It does, it's not going to make sense, Joshua, how it's going to happen. He said, but you just follow my word. And let me tell you something. I will be with you. Don't allow fear to hold you back. Don't allow fear to hold you back. It's one thing I love about our pastor. Our pastor, if he has fear, he doesn't show it. I mean, he just, he, he, does, he does things that I just, I'm like, this will never, I'm just, I become so fearful, this will never work. How, how, how will we have a crusade? And, you know, why would anybody come out in, you know, 60 degree weather with 25 mile an hour winds, you know? I mean, my, my goodness. But we had, we, I mean, you step out in faith. 
you follow God's word, it doesn't make sense. You just be strong and very courageous. And you can take new territory. You can take new territory. I remember going out to, to, the, to the high school for the first time. And, and if any of you have been overseas, I, I remember, um, you know, our first trip to Haiti. How many were on the very first trip that we went to to Haiti? I can't remember the year. But uh, I, I see a lot of hands going up. Uh, the very first trip that we did to Haiti, we had, we had a crusade that we had planned. And there was incredible spiritual warfare during that crusade. If, unlike I have ever experienced before or since. And it, it, was, it was such an incredible spiritual warfare that you almost felt like there was no freedom. You felt like if you were to say anything that you were just, you were talking into the air. Like there, there was, there, it, it was, it was as if you, you felt constrained and bound. And, and, and I mean, we just, we, we just felt there was so much tension and I don't, I just don't know exactly how to explain it, but, but we just. I, it was just such an amazing moment for our church because it wasn't as if we took a whole group of, of preachers. We, we, it was just our church people that went on that first trip. And we began to face this incredible, incredible just spiritual warfare. And I remember just being fearful and, and all of a sudden there was just something that rose up inside of all of us. And we began, to, we began to just believe that God was going to do it even if we didn't feel it and even if we didn't see it. And we, we began to see things begin to break. We began to see just, I mean, just a breaking. I mean, th there was people that told us when we first got there, don't be surprised if not one person receives the Holy Ghost. They said, we've tried this before here. Don't be surprised. Don't get your hopes up. We're glad you're here. Let's go have church. Like, okay. But let me tell you something. You can take new territory. I don't care how strong the stronghold is. We learned you can take new territory. And I don't remember how many people, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I don't remember how many people received the Holy Ghost. I mean, there was, there were, there was probably 100 people, I think, that received the Holy Ghost during, during that crusade that week. And we saw mighty moves of God. And I mean, in the midst of just strongholds. But one thing that, one thing that was amazing to me is when we first went out to that, that, that prayer walk, the first prayer walk we had at Bayside, I think I, I told my dad this, but I'm walking and I'm praying and, and we're, just, we're just praying that God would give us authority, God would give us power, God would send miracles. And I remember just feeling no resistance at all in the spirit. And I said, my goodness, what, how, how, much, how much of a blessing is this? And I, I told my dad, I said, I don't re feel any resistance at all. I said, I feel like we have complete and total freedom and liberty in God. And let me tell you something. It was something that just got me excited that very first prayer walk that we did at that high school. Because there's a lot of times, let me tell you, you walk onto a high school campus, you don't feel freedom and liberty in the spirit. That is a place of spiritual warfare. 
That's a place where our kids fight battles day after day after day. And I, I, I was just so excited after that first prayer walk because, I mean, I could, I, there was no fear in me whatsoever. There was no doubt that God had given us this new territory. And let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if you feel like God, it doesn't matter if you feel like the stronghold is too strong like it was in our Haiti crusade or if you feel complete and total freedom like we just had in the crusade that we had at Bayside. Let me tell you God is the same yesterday today and forever and if you can get past what you feel and get back to what you know let me tell you something God will give you new territories wherever you set your foot and then the next one he told Joshua he said you got to leave the wilderness behind Now, that seems like an easy thing, right? <laughs> we think, oh, well, man, that's easy. We can easily leave the wilderness behind. We're ready to go. We don't want the wilderness anymore. But you got to understand something is that every single person now was born in that wilderness. Everyone alive, that was all that they knew. That was their reality. That was their norm. That was their custom, to just walk through the wilderness and just watch God provide and just say, well, someday God's going to give us our own land. And this is something that I think that, that may be plaguing us, and this is where I feel led to maybe focus a little bit tonight more than anything, is that comfort sometimes is the biggest stronghold of taking new territory. We can get so comfortable on this side of Jordan that we just say, you know what, we're fine just experiencing what we've already experienced and just going back to the same wells that we've already always gone to. And, you know, hey, we know where to find food if we need food. And, you know, if not, God can provide for us. And I really don't see the need to really go and try to take new territory or try to fight some battles. You know, why go pick battles if we don't have to? Comfort is an enemy of new territory. We must understand that things, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna grow, if we're gonna do anything, we've got to stretch ourselves. We've got to get a little bit uncomfortable. You know, it, it's it's not comfortable necessarily. To, to be a part of a crusade like that. It, it's, it doesn't feel normal. I mean, I, like I said, I, I, felt, I felt as much normal as I feel like we could have felt. I felt as much liberty and freedom as I, I believe we could have felt. And I, I thank God for the favor that he showed us. But it still was not something that we're used to. It's still something where you've got to step out of your comfort zone. It's still something where, you know, we, we shut the doors of the church on a Sunday morning. And nothing happened in this building last Sunday. That's stepping out of your comfort zone. And many of you, it was so great to see how so many people stepped out of their comfort zone in this crusade. And I, I truly believe that God has sent me to tell you I have seen your work. And I have seen your sacrifice that you've made for that weekend. I've seen the new things that you did. You fasted 
for this like you've never fasted before. You've, you did outreach and you stepped out and you've, you reached for people like you've never reached for people before. During the crusade, you prayed for people with more faith than you ever had before. You believed in God for greater things than you've ever had before. But what I also feel like God is trying to tell us is that God is trying to tell us that he gave us that new territory. We're not to go back to the way things were. Don't go back to the way things were before. If you had great faith on that football field, I challenge you, you need to have great faith everywhere you set your foot. When you go into your job tomorrow morning, you need to go into there and understand every place I set my foot, God has already given me victory. God has already given me authority. You need to have great faith in all of it. It's not time to go backwards. If you, if you prayed and fasted for the move of God, for that crusade, you need to pray and fast for a move of God for next Sunday. Just because you took new territory, that, that was not to be just for a moment, just for an event, just for a four-day weekend, but that was to propel you into some new territory that God wants to give you for every day, not just for a moment, but for every day. God was not telling them, I've given you the promised land for just a few years. God was telling them, I'm giving you this land forever and ever and ever. If God gives you a new territory, you need to take it and you need to make it yours and say, God, I'm not going back. I'm not giving it up. Up, but I'm taking this new territory you've given me come on I'm telling you I see some of you pray like I've never seen you pray before that doesn't need to be something that was in the past that needs to be something that's the norm every time we come together some of you had devotion like you've never had devotion before then some of you reached out and you went and did outreach like you've never done before that needs to become your new norm don't wander back into the wilderness. Don't get comfortable on the other side. But take the new territory. I'm excited because I believe we broke through some barriers. We broke through some strongholds. But if we're not careful, we'll go back to the place of comfort. When God is telling us, this is the new territory I've given you. Don't go back, but go forward. Trust in my word. Don't be afraid, but be very courageous. Don't be dismayed. I am with you, whithersoever thou goest. You need to understand, and I believe this is a barrier that was broken. We understand it, and we know it, but we've seen it, right? God works outside of these four walls. God works outside of the church building. God works, you know why? And it's not just where we gather together on a football field or where we say this is where we're going to hold a church service, but God is helping us understand just like he told Joshua wherever you set your foot that's what I've given you some of you need to rise up in the authority that God's given you you face some things even in your own home because you live with family members that do not go to church you live with other people that, that do not follow God you need to understand God has given you authority everywhere you set your foot Young person, whenever you walk into your school, when you walk onto your college campus, you need to understand, God has given you authority wherever you step your foot. 
Everywhere that you go, God wants to give you new territory. But the only thing that can stop you is sin, not following the word, the law, having it in your mind. It's fear or you're just comfortable just doing the same thing you've always done. You've got to take new territory. Matthew eleven twelve 12 says, The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, but the violent take it by force. We've got to understand we, we have the power to take new territory in God. We have, God wants to do it. That's what you got to understand. God wants to do it. He's just looking for somebody to do it through. God wants to provide, and, but we cannot go back to the way things were. And in and, and, and this, and just finishing out this message, I felt God so strongly speak to me about how you take new territory. A lot of times it's not necessarily the way that we think. You know, we think, you know, if we just get riled up enough, and yeah, we do need faith. We do, you know, and, and uh, you know, we do get emotional, right? This is your first time to be with us. I'm sure you definitely agree with that. We get more emotional than probably anybody else, any other church in the city, maybe on the planet. We get excited about God. We get excited about the things of God. But let me tell you something, excitement does not does not take new territory. Let me tell you what takes new territory. Sacrifice is how you take new territory. Sacrifice is how you take new territory. Because when you go and you look at the greatest territory that was ever taken, and we celebrated this week, it was death, hell, and the grave. The greatest territory it was not taken by force it was not taken by a god that came down with a strong arm and said i'm going to take what is mine i'm going to take back what was stolen from me but god humbled himself and sacrificed himself to take new territory it doesn't make sense to our mind in fact, if you put yourself in the shoes of the disciples, if you put yourself in the shoes of the followers of Christ, they thought it was defeat, not victory. When they saw Calvary, when they saw everything that he went through, they saw it as defeat. Even though he tried to tell them, even though he tried to explain it to them. And, and even after he, he rose from the grave and showed himself to his disciples, John tells us that, that Peter and some of the other guys says, you know what, I guess we just go back to fishing. Go back to doing what we did before God found us. Before this man named Jesus stepped and said, hey, come follow me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. They went back to fishing. And Jesus had to go back to them and stand on the shore again. And he had to call out to them again and say, would you come and follow me one more time? Why? Because it's in human nature that after the event is over, after the moment has passed, after it seems like Jesus has left the scene, 
let's go back to doing things the way we used to do them. But let me tell you something. That's not what the Word of God has for us. That's not God's plan for you. That's not God's will for us. But God's will for us is to take new territory. But the way you take new territory is not just by sheer faith and just no fear, but it's got to be mirrored with sacrifice. Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He made himself of no reputation and took on himself the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of man. I mean, all of these things, he took the stripes on his back, took the crown of thorns on his head, and we celebrate that. We celebrated that tonight. What a great celebration it is, but it was a sacrifice to take new territory. You want to know why we were able to take new territory out at that stadium at Bayside? It was because of our sacrifice. It wasn't just because of our faith. Yes, we needed faith. But it was also because of the sacrifice that we made in our time to go and reach people, to go and, and do outreach, to go and, to, you know, it was, it was our sacrifice to go out and to pray. It was our sacrifice to pray and to fast. It was our sacrifice to stay out there even when we were freezing. I mean, it was the sacrifice of everything. Let me tell you something. God sees all the sacrifice. And sacrifice takes new territory. Elijah found this when he was encountering the prophets of Baal. The prophets of Baal, they challenged them and he said, The God who answers by fire, let him be God. And so Elijah said, Hey, let's see whose God will answer. And the, the prophets of Baal, they begin to cut themselves. The Bible says they begin to do all kinds of things. They understood even, even the enemy understands sacrifice. Even the enemy understands sacrifice takes new territory. But their God could not answer by fire. Why? Because their God is not there. But Elijah, the Bible says Elijah called in the middle of a drought, in the middle of the greatest drought of their lifetime. He says, I want you to bring some water and pour it upon my altar to God. And he says, I want you to do it a second time. And so he, they poured water, precious water that everybody wanted. In the middle of this drought. He said let's do it a third time. Until the altar was soaking wet. With the sacrifice of one of the most precious commodities in that day. Water. In the middle of this drought. And Elijah said God answer by fire. And God answered by fire. Why? Because Elijah definitely had faith. But he also had sacrifice. There was a sacrifice that was put into it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know why this church is different than some of the other churches in town, it's because of the sacrifice of the people that are in this place. It's because we have people that sacrifice and we live a separated life. It's because we live a life of distinction. It's because we live a life of sacrifice. It's not just happenstance that the presence of God moves so freely in our midst, but when God sees a sacrifice, God moves into action. Would you stand all over the building? But when there's a new territory, you've got to take 
the territory for yourself. In the back of the Bible, when John was first encountering Jesus in his, in his revelations, the Bible says in Revelations chapter 1, Revelations chapter 1 and verse 18, well, really, verse 17 says, he said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his hand upon me, saying unto me, fear not. I am the first and the last. And then he says, I am he that liveth and was dead. But behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And then he says this, and I have the keys of death. And of hell. I have the keys. Jesus, when he, when he did that great sacrifice, he said, I'm taking new territory in this sacrifice. And you just got to picture Jesus going down and taking the keys to death, hell, and the grave. The word also says, oh, grave, where's your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? There's no more sting. There's no more victory in death. Why? Because Jesus, through his sacrifice, took new territory. And I'm challenging some of you. You need to go into, go into the territory that God has given you, and you need to take the keys of fear for yourself. You need to take the keys of, of comfort for yourself. And you need to say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not allowing the devil to hold fear any longer. I'm not allowing the enemy to hold this key of complacency and apathy any longer. I'm not allowing the enemy to hold the keys of sin any longer. But I'm going to take new territory. But ladies and gentlemen, the way you're going to take new territory is by sacrifice. If you're willing to make a sacrifice, if you're willing to get uncomfortable, if you're willing to say, you know what, God, I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm fearful to say something. I'm fearful to do this. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what to do, but God, I'm just going to do it, and I'm just going to trust you. Let me tell you something. God's looking for somebody that will sacrifice. If you want to take new territory, I wonder if you would come and if you would bring a sacrifice. And I wonder, before you come, before you come, I wonder if you could think about something that you can do. Think about something, whether it's praying more, whether it's fasting more, whatever it is. Say, God, I want to increase this sacrifice in my life. Maybe, maybe it's giving more of your time, giving more of your talent, giving more of your treasure. I want you to take that and I want you to bring it to the altar tonight and say, God, here I come. I'm taking new territory. And the way I'm taking new territory is I give this to you. I make this commitment. God, I sacrifice this right now. Come on, would you bring it? Would you sacrifice it unto him, Lord? Oh, God, when I'm weak, then you are strong. Oh, God, I submit myself to you. I sacrifice. God, and I give myself to your word. I give myself to your plan. God, I'm ready to live. God, I'm ready to go forward. I'm not going to be complacent any longer. But God, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to serve you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Just lift up your voice. 
take that new territory tonight grab those keys I'm not going back to the way things were
myself.